financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants is the professional who helps to get everything perfectly tuned. A lifelong resident of the Marietta area, Mark Fricks has spent over 27 years in financial services. Mark's extensive training in the needs of those retired or planning to retire has prepared him well to guide folks through the maze of challenges that face today's retirees. Contact Mark at 770-980-9262 or on the web at masterplanyourretirement.com. And now, here's Mark Fricks to help you be perfectly tuned. Hello and welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants and our co-host today as always, Mr. Tony Shore. And we are glad you're joining us today. Today's show is very timely. Uh, as most of you have heard through the news and through emails and probably Facebook and things of that nature, the government has changed the rules for Social Security retirement benefits. And so I think it's very important that we visit this. Uh, we did discuss it a few months ago, but the deadlines are coming up on us. So we want to get into this today. Make sure everyone understands uh, what they need to do, when they need to do it, and uh, make sure we don't miss um, taking a, take an opportunity to increase our Social Security. So we'll be talking about today that today. And uh, Tony, I uh, hope you're doing well. Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, I am fantastic. It's great to be here on the show again with you, Mark. Uh, really, I love doing the show with you each week. It's a highlight for me. You know that. I mean, my <laughs> week is uh, spent running kids around and then working hard here. And uh, doing the show is like kicking back and having a good conversation with an old friend. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it's almost like vacation, it sounds like. I, mean, it I guess it's because we're sitting here in these rocking chairs <laughs> on this front porch while we're doing the show. So in our if everyone can imagine that, that's in our pajamas. That's right. So, yes, it does feel that way, hopefully. Uh, I hope it's like two old friends chatting about um, the world and the world of finance and, and you know what to do and what not to do when it comes to retirement. But uh, I know I love doing the show with you as well. And uh, you know, I thought about doing it by myself once, but then I sounded like I was talking to myself, so it was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> that would be weird, but you've been good. Uh, are you keeping busy? I am. We we certainly are. We've uh, got classes kicked into high gear for the year, and especially with the Social Security changes, we're teaching a lot of those classes to, to illustrate to people what they need to be doing and, and how to handle that. So yeah, busy. Busy's good. Been a little bit of traveling and, you know, here in the Springtime in Atlanta, we're getting ready to start sneezing, so that's uh, yeah. something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. allergies. Well, um, <laughs> back to our, our topic du jour, our topic of the day is, is Social Security and those changes that were coming up on this deadline. So um, back, they looks like they made some changes last year that are going to be taking effect here pretty soon in our Social Security, and Social Security's been around a long time, hasn't it? Well, it has. It, uh, of course, was signed into law back in the 1935 uh, by President Roosevelt. He signed the Social Security Act. And really, it was uh, really necessary. We were coming out of the Great Depression. A lot of the aging Americans were really struggling. 
um, as well as, um, you know, just, um, uh, you know, planning for the future. And so it was really designed uh, to, to help folks out and especially the elderly uh, as they were retiring. And, uh, you know, a lot of employers had failed. So any pension plans may have disappeared and things of that nature. So really it was a big need for it. And, you know, I, I think it's helpful to think of Social Security as kind of like a big government-run retirement account, and, and we use it that way from a standpoint of planning. It's kind of the foundation of, our, of most of our retirement planning uh, from an income standpoint, which really is what retirement planning is, is, is planning your income for the rest of your life. And, and so as you know, most folks know, you put a little bit of money into the Social Security every time you get a paycheck, and so that goes into this big bucket. Uh, unfortunately, it's not your bucket. It's one big bucket. So it's not sit there and it's not guarded for you. It's put into the big bucket and paid out to everybody that needs it currently. And then, um, of course, the more you contribute and the more you work and the more you earn, the bigger your part of the bucket is. And and so uh, that's kind of uh, kind of the foundation of what we're doing. And and of course, I guess right now the reason Social Security is so hot. And such a hot topic is the fact that, um, you know, we got a lot of baby boomers getting ready to retire. And I've been seeing more and more articles over the last few years about Social Security, how to increase it, how to how to make that paycheck or, or Social Security check bigger in retirement. You know, baby boomers are, are very much a generation of, of, uh, of folks, of, of which I am one, uh, that, uh, you know, really want to research and make sure they're making great decisions. So, uh, that's it's really been a hot topic lately, and the the media spotlight has been on it. So, when the changes came down uh, on the on a couple of the big um, strategies, then that certainly made big news. Well, yeah, and that would be big news. I mean, uh, that's uh, that's important to note. So, what type of overall impact does Social Security have on retirement planning then? Well, we, I, I can't think of the last discussion I've had with a, a, somebody planning for retirement that did not, did not include a discussion about Social Security. Now, as I said earlier, it is the foundation. And, you know, all these years that you work, um, hopefully you're accumulating, whether it's in Social Security or your own 401k or 403b or whatever account you may be using. And so when you retire, it's all about decumulating, taking money out of, of those buckets. And so, you know, our philosophy is the number one part of that planning would be taking Social Security, when to take it, how to take it. If you've got a couple, uh, a married couple, then, then, you know, who should take first? How should they take it? Um, you know, how does that coincide with the rest of their income plan? And there's a lot of moving pieces. And, you know, and, and I've heard that there are 82 ways to take Social Security, that there are 10,000 ways to take Social Security, and there's 328,000 ways to take Social Security. So it may just depend on how you count it, but there are a lot of different ways to take it. And there's a lot of different decisions to make uh, as it affects your overall plan. So when you think about uh, what you want coming in in retirement, and then you look at how much your Social Security is, there's typically a gap. And so, you know, the first step in plugging that gap is increasing Social Security. Can we make Social Security a little bit larger? You know, an extra $200, $400, $600 a month, um, you know, that's six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000 a year over a 20-year period. That's $150,000, $170,000. So that's a big difference. And so we really want to make sure that we take Social Security correctly. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of ways to go back and redo when it comes to Social Security. So we want to make sure we get it right. Uh, as far as our overall comprehensive income plan comes. Sure. So, and back to the changes then with, with everything going on in the media regarding this bipartisan budget act of 2015, 
Uh, what has actually changed because of that? Well, uh, basically a couple of things. Um, um, two of the most popular strategies when it came to increasing Social Security was what they call restricted application and file and suspend. And so briefly on, uh, on the restricted application, uh, we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on both of these today. But back in November when uh, the new budget bill was signed into uh, law back, I think it was around November 2nd or 7th, somewhere in there, they uh, attached uh, these changes, and it's very interesting to look at this because back when these were introduced, this was back during when President Clinton was, was president, and he said the reason they wanted to introduce these strategies was to help the middle class, uh, help the middle class by increasing their Social Security. And so now they've attached this back in November, and, um, you know, they it, it kind of shot through Congress without uh, being looked at individually. It was more about the budget bill. They didn't look at the attachments. And, you know, Congress has become very good at that, is at, at attaching things that have nothing to do with the particular bill, but, but you know, it's kind of a way of sneaking something yeah. in. And so there was no debate. Yeah. There was no, you know, really not even a discovery period. And so, you know, that, that to me is a little upsetting. I wish yeah. it had been done differently, but, it, but it's done, and, and there's not much we can do about it. Yeah, it was but kind now of a the back, excuse, backdoor deal in the middle of the night. It was kind of a backroom deal in the middle of the night that yeah. happened, and, you know, we, were all, we all got it really was. surprised by it. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm not saying it was the right or the wrong thing to do. I just think it was the wrong way to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, you, you need to debate these things and understand what you're signing before you just introduce something like this. But, you know, here President Clinton did it for the middle class where the new Congress is saying the reason they're doing away with it is because it helps the wealthy. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm not sure how adding $300 a month to a Social Security check helps the wealthy, but um, that's <laughs> that's their story. And they're sticking to it, as yeah. we like to say. So anyway, so it's it's done now. And so those two strategies are now going away. And so that's kind of where, um, you know, what we want to discuss today is what the impact is, how it works and what the what the uh, deadlines are. Well, yeah. And, and the deadlines, that's that's what we need to get into. And let's talk about those as soon as we get back from the break. We have to take a quick commercial break right now. Is there anything you'd like to add before we do take this break? Well, one of our specialties is uh, social security planning and strategies and how to take it, when to take it, uh, how to maximize that. Even with these changes, we are already on top of it and we know what's happening and, and how it's happening. So, uh, you know, if this is something that's important to you, which it should be, if you're within 10 years of retirement, you need to go ahead and start, uh, you know, developing some type of a retirement roadmap that includes social security planning then, uh, you know, give us a call. Let us know uh, that you want to chat about this. We can be reached at 770-980-9262, or you can find us on the World Wide Web at masterplanretire.com, or just do a, a search on Master Plan Retirement Consulting in the Atlanta area, and we should pop right up there. It's a pretty popular website. Got a lot of videos, a lot of information, white papers, things to prepare you for retirement. So um, look us up and uh, give us a call or contact us through the website and we'll be glad to schedule a time to chat about it. Well, thank you so much, Mark. And listeners, please stay tuned because when we come back, I'm going to be talking with Mark Fricks about these changes that are being made to Social Security and the deadlines coming up. That's right here on Financially Tuned after this. With your tax tip of the week, this is Crystal. It's never too soon to begin preparing for your retirement income. 
And when it comes to income that will be subjected to taxes, it's time to start planning now. Tax planning is frequently one of the most overlooked, yet a very important aspect in retirement planning. It is helpful to explore what the best way is for your situation to ensure your retirement income is tax efficient. While you never know where tax rates will be by the time you retire, there are some ways you can better prepare by reducing your monthly expenses, minimize tax on your social security benefit, and pay off your mortgage before retiring, just to name a few. However, the best way to safeguard your retirement income is to work with a trusted advisor who can help you plan. This has been your Tax Tip of the Week with Crystal. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement. But where do you start? We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. Do you have a financial point of view? This insightful self-assessment will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at masterplanyourretirement.com or by calling us at Master Plan Retirement Consultants at 770-980-9262. Don't start planning your retirement without it. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants and our co-host today, Tony Shore, and we're glad you've joined us today. If you are just joining us, we are in a discussion about the new Social Security changes, the changes that were attached to the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2015, and those changes, uh, the deadlines are coming up, and so it's important that, um, that we cover that today because we want to make sure you don't miss out on some strategies that will maximize your Social Security, could add literally thousands of dollars to your Social Security over the coming years. So we are on that topic today, and uh, we have touched on the strategies, but now we're going to get into more of the specifics as well as the deadlines. Sure, sure. So will these new rules for restricted applications be implemented immediately? Well, the, the, the good news is there is some grandfathering built in. So basically, there's two dates that, that folks need to be aware of, and I'm going to keep it as simple as I can. If you uh, turned 66 uh, by the end of this, uh, this past year, in other words, if you were 66 by December 31st of 2015, then you still qualify for the file and suspend strategy. Uh, if you are under 66 or were under 66 before then, then that one you uh, no longer will qualify for. So that's that's kind of uh, deadline one. Deadline number two is uh, this uh, this coming April 1st, and so it's just a couple of weeks away, April 1st of 2016. You have to be 62 or older by then to take advantage of the restricted application. So I want to go ahead and get those two dates out there uh, to make sure that you know, first of all, that um, uh, that you see how important this is. And by the way, if you're not going to be 62 by April 1st, um, uh, you still need to to take a look at the you know at the planning for Social Security. Just because these two strategies may not be available for you doesn't mean you can't maximize your Social Security. It's just these two particular strategies are going away. But uh, we do want to make sure that first you have those deadlines, and now we'll get into a little bit about how they work and and, and what you need to be aware of. So you mentioned that workers born before January 1st, 1954 will be grandfathered in. What happens if you were born after that? 
Well, many of you might remember that something called deemed filing, that's D-E-E-M-E-D, deemed filing, would take place if a worker filed for Social Security benefits before their full retirement age. And basically, deemed filing meant that when someone filed for benefits before their full retirement age, they were filing for all the benefits to which they were entitled. And then the Social Security Administration would then require the individual to take the highest benefit they were entitled to receive. So the new bill extends that deemed filing so that it now applies to workers of all ages instead of just those under their full retirement age. And so basically this extension of deemed filing eliminates the option for using a restricted application for anyone born on or after January 1st, 54, since the premise of restricted application is that you are choosing to take a lower amount. Now, I know all that sounds weird and, and, and confusing, but that's that's kind of the way it is in, in you know, in the proper language. And so that's, uh, you know, that's kind of the first part of uh, of the changes. Yeah. And uh, and I know that it does get confusing. And that's why, you know, if folks have questions. They should uh, meet with you, and I know you have software that you can run that'll tell them exactly what's available to them. But mm-hmm. I know that for people out there uh, who are have reached full retirement age or will be full retirement age before April first, uh, they can still get in on file and suspend and and uh, and have their benefits roll up and uh, have their spouse file. Uh, on there that the old rules will still apply for them. They're kind of grandfathered in, but they only have until April, right? That's right. That's right. And, and, you know, it's, it's um, uh, I got an email yesterday from a client and, and she was all scared because she got something in her inbox and, and it was, uh, uh, you know, basically, you know, predicting the end of the world, you know, over the next few weeks. And, and basically what it was, was somebody trying to get her to, to call in and, and buy something from them. And, and so, Folks are, are getting a lot of information that is really probably over the top. Um, so despite what you've read and all the these doomsday alerts, the final bill does allow for a worker to file for benefits and then suspend receiving them. So that's, you know, that's continuing. This means that if a worker chooses to suspend receiving their benefit on or after they reach full retirement age, they can still gain those delayed retirement credits of 8% a year. That has not gone away. Um, but it's important to note that file and suspend can no longer be used as an advanced filing strategy because the bill does prevent dependents from receiving benefits based on a primary worker's earning record if the primary worker has suspended. So in other words, if you're 66 and you decide you want to file, which is you know letting, letting Social Security know that you're now 66, but you don't want any money, you can still do that. In fact, I recommend you do that. But now your spouse can't come and take off of yours unless you're actually getting a check. Yeah. So that's kind of the key point. After April 1st. After April 1st. Yeah, you can still do it up until then, which is you don't have much time left, but... Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, it's really cutting it close because there are a lot of folks trying to get into to do this filing. And so the Social Security office is getting backed up a little bit. The, the website's getting a little bit backed up. So, uh, again, file and suspend from a standpoint of being to uh, being able to, uh, to collect a spousal check is going away. But you have until April 1st. Uh, file and suspend just to delay your credits is not going away. So that strategy will remain. Interesting. Well, this is great information to know, Mark. Do you have any further information on the differences between the old file and suspend rule versus the new? Well, basically, the uh, the under the old and new rules, a dependent child uh, or a spouse can only collect benefits based on the primary worker's earning record 
if the primary worker is already filed to receive the benefit. But according to the old rules, a dependent could continue receiving benefits based on the primary worker's record. So it's kind of what we, we went through a minute ago, but I think it's important to understand that it still would be a good idea uh, to, to go ahead and file. So let's say that, that I turn 66 in six months. So, so I no longer will uh, be able to do the file and suspend where my spouse can start getting a check. Sure. But what I what is important is if I do go ahead and file when I'm 66 and decide not to take any checks, it's still a good idea to do that as opposed to just waiting because by filing at age 66, it kind of starts the clock ticking. So let me give you a quick example here, Tony. Let's say that I'm 66, I fi- uh, file, and I just let Social Security know that that I am uh, I'm, I'm submitting my paperwork, but I don't want any money because I want it to roll up by 8% every year. But let's say two years later, I discover that I am, uh, I've been diagnosed with something and I'm, I'm going to die in the next six months. Well, since I filed at age 66, even though I've not gotten any money, they will actually go back and pay me a lump sum of what I should have received between age 66 and whatever age I decide I want to collect it. And since I'm not going to live a long time now because of the diagnosis, I'd like to go ahead and get the money that I missed out on over the last two years. So that's why it's important to go ahead and file, even if you're not going to take your money when you reach age 66. So another strategy that's important to understand and be able to take advantage of. Yeah, I think that is a very important strategy. And I'm, I'm glad you talked about that because it's important to understand this and it can get complicated for our listeners out there. Okay. Yeah, and that's one of those uh, strategies that nobody ever talks about. So it's really important that folks, uh, uh, you know, touch base with us and find out how that works. So, Mark, how are you helping your clients then deal with these new changes? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Tony, it's, as you can tell just from this show, uh, it's, it's very confusing and it's sure. a lot of moving parts and, and we've only scratched the surface. I mean, we really have. There's so much going on, but I, I really wanted our listeners today to understand the current deadlines. And so if you are just, if you just think you may be able to fit into the, one of these deadlines we've talked about, please give us a call. Let's, you know, it's, all it costs you is a phone call. We can schedule a phone appointment or an in-person appointment, whatever works for you. But let's find out if there's some, uh, something that will affect you. Don't leave thousands of dollars on the table. You know, follow up with us. Let's see if you should go ahead and file, when you should file, how you should coordinate that. And let's, uh, let's act now because this is not something you can just Google and figure out. Uh, we invest in a lot of software to figure this out. We go to Literally, we go to a social security class or a conference every quarter to keep up on these changes. And so this is what we do. And, and it's important to make sure that, that uh, you know, folks that work with us, that we get it right. Uh, because this is something that once you've done it, uh, there's very little going back. Well, that's great advice. And I think that's a good note to end today's show on. We're out of time for this week's show. It just flew by today, Mark. Do you have any additional information you'd like to share with us before we go today? Well, the website's a great place to visit. Uh, it's, uh, it's got a lot of information about Social Security as well as other f- retirement in, uh, you know, income techniques and, and other things to think about in retirement. Visit the website. It's masterplanretire.com. Um, and, or, or do us, you know, again, do a Google and uh, you'll find us as well. Or give us a call at 770-980-9262. And one quick little free gift today, those that contact us will be glad to send out to you the Retirement Income Toolkit. And it's a great uh, set of articles and white papers and, and worksheets that will help you kind of get started on your retirement planning. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Mark Fricks and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. 
Look forward to seeing everybody same time, same place next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-9262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Master Plan Retirement Consultants and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Master Plan Retirement Consultants makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Master Plan Wealth Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Fricks & Associates, Inc. Master Plan Wealth Advisors and Fricks & Associates, Inc. are affiliated companies.